Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball's been boring. Thanks to FanDuel once again for partnering up with us. We appreciate it so, so much. And listen, it's a great time to be partnered with Baseball's Been Boring because, once again, baseball isn't boring. Today was another example. Today being today, yesterday, tomorrow, whenever you want to say it. It was examples all over the place. The Rays, they finally lose at home. White Sox lose again. What's going on there? And, of course, you have the manager back and forth. The manager's back and forth, Brandon Hyde and Alex Cora. A little pregame uh, spiciness off coming off of uh, whether or not Chris Sale was tipping pitches or not. So you have all that. But the news of the day, really, I think, was highlighted in, with the fine folks in Pittsburgh. And that was the Brian Reynolds extension. That was the story that continues to be the Pirates. No, the Pirates did not win. They fell short by a run to the Dodgers. Uh, couldn't capitalize on bases loaded. Andrew McCutcheon eh, just fell short in the eighth inning. But, 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 still, a team of destiny? A team of destiny? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, certainly one loss isn't going to have us get off that train. It, it, the Pirates were at the heart of everything, I feel like. They were the epitome of baseball not being boring. And that was the case not only because of their place in the standings atop the National League Central, but because they locked up their star player. They locked up their star player. And so when, when we have a team and we have a player and we have news within a certain city, with a certain team, what do we do? We go right in the clubhouse. We go right to the heart. And our Pirates correspondent just happens to be a very good friend of the program, Rich Hill. So Rich is, joins me for a, a, quite a long time. And he's going to give you insight into why the Pirates are good this year. He's going to give you insight to how they felt about the Brian Reynolds extension, which I broke to him during the podcast. You're going to love that. And also, he's going to give you insight to just like the whole scene about how this this 
pirates magical mystery tour has taken shape. I mean, it's, it's a perspective that you just aren't going to get anywhere else, and that's why we have Rich. And, of course, there's some, some good rules ranting at the end. Nothing We can't get away with a podcast with Rich Hill without some good rules ranting and some very educated rules ranting. All right, subscribe, rate, review, listen. Uh, at BB isn't boring. Producer Evan O'Brien is, gonna, is crafting his power rankings for Friday. We got some other special guests coming up, and uh, we'll keep on keeping on. But this was a good one. This as Rich is always good. Rich Hill's always good, but this is no exception. Rich Hill, here you go. The man inside the most fascinating story, maybe in baseball all year. Oh, one of the most fascinating stories. He takes us inside. Here you go, Rich Hill. All right, when, when we talk about the hottest team or one of the hottest teams in baseball, we go to the one of the hottest pitchers in baseball, and one of the, the uh, foundational members of baseball isn't boring, Rich Hill. Um, Rich, Rich, how are you? Rob, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Uh, everything's going well. Uh, just here in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, we're at home playing opening uh, against the Dodgers here this, this uh, next coming days. All right, another great test for the Pirates. Hey, listen, I mean, you've been on a lot of teams that have, have all the feels in that first month of the season. But I have to ask, you know, like, where? how does this one – every team is different. And this is one of the reasons I love talking with you because you have great perspective on so many different ways. But how does this feel – how does this team feel right now as we sit here, maybe compared to some other teams that you were on that maybe had good starts? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello? Yep, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Uh, we, cut out, we cut out for a quick second. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. So I've said that you, you have a, you've had a lot of experience on teams, you know, for better or for worse in April, good starts and yeah. bad starts. But yeah. in terms of – but this is one of the great things about your perspective. If You, you have so many things to draw from. And, and in terms of this team, as we sit here right now, how does it feel maybe compared to other teams that maybe you've been on that have started out well in April? Yeah, I, you know, the one thing that, that this has is, is really the, the work ethic. And not, not to say other teams don't have that work ethic. A lot, a lot of teams that I've played on do have that work ethic. They have the camaraderie and everything that goes along with that winning culture uh, that, you know, a lot of people don't see, don't get to see what goes on behind the scenes or the day-to-day process uh, away from you know, just the game itself. Uh, but guys are committed to getting better every single day. Um, you know, the camaraderie, like I said, in the clubhouse is is excellent. Um, you have a lot of guys that kind of came over from multiple different organizations who are traded here. Uh, so it's kind of an interesting kind of take on culture and just to see how it all develops as the season goes goes on this year but i will say this they've had the last couple of years to develop at the major league level and develop and by you know trial and error so what i mean by that is that they were given the opportunity to fail at the major league level which doesn't happen 
in a lot of organizations, as you know, in, in Boston, mm. you know, that, that happens rarely because of the size of the market. And that's just the way it is. The, the market size, it, it definitely dictates on opportunities and, and um, you know, a longer leash, so to speak, as far as how many times you get to fail as a player. So with that said, in the last couple of years that guys have had that opportunity to do that, they're now ready to, you know, turn that corner and, and, and start winning as a group. And we've seen that throughout spring training. Um, we've seen the commitment of guys, you know, obviously showing up on time, putting in the work, putting in the effort. Um, and one of the, the biggest things is just that continued intensity and, and aggressiveness that we play with. And I think that's something that, you know, a lot of teams, I don't know, I guess if, if something, that's, that's just the continued pursuit of kind of, you know, punching the other team in the face mm. before you get hit and just stay aggressive the entire game. And one other thing I'll say is that the baseball plays that have been made are have been incredible. It's just, you know, taking going from first to third, bunting, uh, stealing bases. It's not all about slug. It's not all about hitting home runs here or, or, you know, extra base hits. It's about getting on base and moving the guy around station to station in order to put up runs on the board. And that's how that's how we do it here. And, and the pitching has been great. It's been consistent from the starters, um, you know, and then and then when that uh, baton gets handed over to the bullpen. The bullpen's been locked down and and great. Um, you know this this first month of the season. So I you know the what I say is the first part of anything. It's always you know difficult to get it get it in motion. And once it's in motion, you know it's pretty hard to stop. So you know we we just cross our fingers and make sure that obviously you know guys guys continue to put in the work, which will be done. But you know the ultimate X factor is obviously the injury bug which we hope we don't get hit by so i think that's something that um you know every good team understands that 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 could be the x factor and the possibility that um you know derails the season but i i don't foresee that because of you know i I guess you know you can't really say if you do or you don't but the reason why i say i don't is just because of the guys putting in the time and the effort so there's a couple of things i want to i want to sort of loop back on off, off what you just said First of all, is a lot of teams say they want to smack teams in the face. A lot of teams say they want to be the aggressive team, and we're going to go right at them. But in baseball, like this, be honest, that's not always easy to do. That's not always yeah. that's not always a reality. It, it sounds great, but yeah. I believe you when you say it. And so, what when you have gone through this run with the Pirates? Has it has it felt that way? Could you tell teams feel like they're being put on their heels because of the way you guys are playing? Yeah, and, and one of the you know one of the indicators as well to that kind of um, you know ideology, I guess if you want to put it, is everybody's in the game. And what I mean by that is you get the nine guys out on the field, but then you have you know everybody else on the bench, coaches, uh, guys that are you know obviously not starting that day are in the game. They're into the game. They're watching every pitch. They're paying attention to every pitch. Uh, and and you don't necessarily get that everywhere. Um, and I think that's something that is unique and it is special with this group. And, you, and the other side of it, too, is that you have a lot of guys that are hungry. You know, you have a lot of young players uh, in conjunction with you know, veteran leadership that's in this clubhouse of guys that are, are hungry and, and willing to, uh, you know, continue to do everything to put the team in the best position possible to win. Um, and that's what I meant by, you know, sacrificing yourself uh, to get a runner over. Um, 
you know, whatever that might look like, steal an extra, steal a base, steal an extra base, take third base, um, and, you know, throw up, hitting the cutoff guy, little mm. things that just sound so simple, but it's just really, really good baseball, solid baseball, that that is a huge reason why we win. But, again, like I said, it's it's every – once the game starts, you can feel that, that intensity and that aggressiveness coming from the dugout as well as the guys on the field. So that's what I mean by everybody is in the game. Could could you feel that in spring training? I mean, like, I listen, I've – I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of weeks saying I, 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 I get seduced by spring training all the time. Like I, yeah. it, it, right. I mean, we, we this guy's yeah. going to have a great year. And like, what just happened when, when the lights, when the third deck came, came into play. But I mean, you're, you're, you're in the middle of it though. And you've been, you, you've sort of sensed whether probably for better, or for worse, whether it was yeah. going to work or it wasn't going to work. Did you sense right. it with this team? Well, I'll, I'll say this, and this is this is very, very important because anytime you're running an organization or a team or anything from the impetus of it is that you need to have that mission statement on day one. And we certainly had that here. You know, the, the, the message was loud and clear from day one, where we were going, what we wanted, we're going to go about it. And we didn't wait until you know a month into the season or this time of the season to say all right we need a team meeting hurry up come on let's get in here what is going on why are you guys playing like crap nobody's doing their what they should be doing nobody's getting ready for the game doing their pre you know preparation their homework for the 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 team that we're about to play none of that's going on so all that was addressed in day one of spring training so i could say yes this was but you don't really see it until it actually comes together and you're an entire squad uh you know in the beginning of april so or whatever opening day march 28th this year but you don't you really don't see it until that starts to take kind of uh shape as a entire unit and then once that unit comes together now you start seeing the day-to-day because there's you know like you said you get seduced by spring training because there's you know 70 (laughs) guys in spring training there's so many stories going on there's so many different kinds of uh, i don't know just things that are happening on a daily basis that it's tough to kind of measure where you're at as a group ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The message was consistent from day one, and that you know, carried over into uh, the 26 guys that came together uh, March 28th. Well, you just, I mean, you you might have stumbled into one of my favorite things of the baseball season, which is the manager getting on the Rudy stool and saying, this is how we're going to do things, fellas. Um, But I'm not saying that Derek Shelton did that, but was that what the message that you're talking about, 
you know, you, you know how this works, right? I mean, you every it's the one yeah. day where yeah. you get everybody in the same room, and and like you said, you give the mission statement. We had Tori Lavello on, and and sure. and he he had one of my favorite lines. I said, "Give me your speech, Tori," and he says, yeah. "You know, like let them let them buy their teams." Let them buy their teams. We'll do it our way. And, and you know, sure enough, like yeah. they were having a good year too. Was yeah. it, so? Was this a yeah. Derek Shelton thing, or was it? What was that? Was is that what you're talking about? I would say it was. Uh, you know, on the whole, I would say it was. I would say it was Derek. It was. Uh, you know, um, just the coaching staff as a whole, the veteran players that have come in uh, that they haven't had over the past couple of years. You know, they really didn't have a ton of. Uh, I guess veteran guys that have have been around and, and been on multiple teams and understand what a winning culture looks like and and how important it is to put in the time and the effort every single day because that really is it at the end of the day and not kind of sit around and and I don't know if nostalgia is the right word but if you get nostalgic you know that's one of the many kisses of uh, kisses of death so <laughs> yeah. to speak if you, if you sit around and you. You know, you kind of live in the past or whatever, uh, or you're just happy to be in the big leagues, right? Because it's like, hey, tomorrow comes again, and you got to wake up and answer the bell. So, um, you know, getting guys in that type of mindset, where understanding that no matter how good you did or how bad the day before went, you have tomorrow, and the work starts new the next day. Um, and guys really, I feel, kind of uh, took that in and have been reciprocating that advice uh, from, you know, like I said, the beginning of spring training where you have guys like McCutcheon coming back. We have Santana, you have Hedges, um, you know, you have myself um, and, and just guys in different departments as well. Right. So you have, you know, uh, infielder veteran presence, outfielder veteran presence, mm-hmm. pitching veteran presence, catching veteran presence. So, you know, there's no, there's no question when you look at the, you know, design of this roster, Ben Sherrington definitely had something in mind, I believe, in that in that sense where, uh, you know, this was definitely the the plan from from the beginning. Uh, that's a so, gr- that's a great point. I didn't even, like that's a obviously like you look at it and and we just say, oh well, you need the veteran leadership. But as we know, you know, the leadership in baseball clubhouses comes from like all corners of the clubhouse. This is right, right. This is why I think putting a C on someone's chest is dumb. And that's just me. You know, what I mean, it's fine. But, uh, but, 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 uh, but anyway, you know, one of the then you have, then you have the assistant captains. Yeah, well, yeah. I you mean, they, some, you got to get some A's out there. That's for the that's for the hockey isn't boring podcast. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but but Rich, so big news, big news today comes out. Yeah. Brian Reynolds. Greece do an extension, yes. right? So, uh, oh, they did. I, this is breaking news for me. There you I go. That's what yeah, we do. That. Yeah. That's that's what we do. I mean, that's I, that's that's why I want to, I want to be the first to tell you. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So this is good. We got the guttural reaction from a teammate. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but that I mean, sincerely. The, you hear that news? Okay, let's play this game. You hear that news? Yeah, 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 how, yeah. What do you feel? How do you, what's what's your reaction? Well, it's incredible. I think it's great. Uh, you know, not only for the team, obviously, but for Brian as well. And I think that's something that um, you know speaks to the commitment moving forward here in Pittsburgh, right? So now you're having a guy that you build around, and then you have the the some of the young starters. Um, 
that are here in the in in their presence and probably start working on getting something done with them uh i would say at some point this season um to be able to you know really shore up that future and i think that's that's obviously like a huge step in the right direction right that's that's a building block it's a it's a pillar of where you're trying to go and i think that's you know having reynolds get extended is something that should get fans very excited here in pittsburgh and and see the dedication that's coming in the future so i i'll give you the terms too if you want i mean eight years yeah Eight years. I mean, it's 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 right along the lines. It's basically the Rich Hill terms. Eight years. Okay. 106.75 million. So. Awesome. Yeah. So there you go. But you know, we've we've extensions have become such a huge deal uh, in baseball. I think more so than maybe in a long, long time. And yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, my, my point of view. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was going to say my point is that the teams are smart by locking these guys. Up. Oh yeah, but they they want to. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I think, but the other side of it too is that they're smart in locking these guys up because they're going to save money on the back end. But then also at the same time, the player is also getting a secure future. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's something that works on both ends. Where it's like, hey, look, you might have to take. Let's say you light it up which obviously everybody wants to do um and you sign an extension that is an early one yeah sure would did you cost yourself some money i'm sure you did but at the same time nobody knows how our health is going to be you know in the in the future so taking taking the money uh at a fair market value i i would say in some in some kind of sense of the word is is beneficial for both oh yeah there's no question and and so We've had a lot of GMs on the podcast, and this has been a constant conversation. We had, a, I had, we, I had your guy Derek Falvey on the other day. Yes, because yes, obviously they right. just extended Pablo uh, Pablo Loja. Well, I almost said Pablo Sandoval. Come pa- on, Pablo, Pablo Sandoval. I know they did not extend Pablo he's, Sandoval. He's back. He's back. <laughs> yes, yes. He, we no, it was not Pablo Sandoval. Um, Pablo. <laughs> Pablo Lopez, they extended him, and he so he's talked yeah, about it. Yeah, that's right. We that's we've right, talked yeah. about I've talked about it with Jerry Depoto about Julio Rodriguez, you know Mike Hazen with Corbin Carroll, like all these guys, and 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 and, and the the godfather of these things seemingly Alex Anthopoulos with the Braves who who've done like a million of these, but but yeah, one of the con- yeah yeah but one of the constants is is that. You know, you have the foundation, and now you feel in that clubhouse like, okay, the next guy wants to be here because that guy's going to be here. You have to have yeah. the guy there to build around, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, look, the, the one-year contracts are they're they're good in, I mean, theory, but it's it to build, you know. Being in clubhouses where you can see how guys are saying, okay, I'm going to be here for three or four years. This guy's going to be here for six years, whatever, eight years, and so on. Um, it gives the players a lot of confidence that you're building a culture, you're creating an environment where it's like, hey, we're going to, you know, <laughs> go go have cookouts together. We're going to go on family vacations in the off season with other families that are, uh, you know, with, with guys that are on the team together. Uh, just little stuff like that that continuously builds culture is so valuable. And, and I don't know, you know, I think I think we always, this is like one of the, great debates is like what what 
builds a, a great culture, what builds a championship team, and how important is culture in a locker room? And I mean, <laughs> it, it it cannot be undervalued at all. I think that's something that uh, you know great teams have, and that's something that. I mean, I think that GMs are recognizing more and more, and it's not just about, you know, you can pull any player from anywhere and he's going to fit right in. Mm. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to have guys that, you know, gel together and mold together. And not saying that every clubhouse is perfect, um, but, you know, guys that are willing to work with each other and, and understand why we all show up to the ballpark every single day. And that's for one reason, is to win. How how. How does that work in the clubhouse when this is going on? You had a guy who was open about say, "Hey, listen, I want to be traded because I don't think you're going to get a deal done." And then you're you know that they're negotiating. And is it like this murmur? Do you, does people talk about it in the clubhouse? I've never I've never been a major league player who had a teammate who was in negotiations to have an extension or in that conversation. Does it is it a conversation in the clubhouse or is it we this thou shall not talk about this? No, I, I think it was, you know, more like, hey, I hope everything works out for the best for, you know, for Brian and, and for any player. You know, that's from the perspective of a player. So, that, that you know, you want guys to get as much as they can while we're in this short window of opportunity to play the game at the highest level, and that's the way it is. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, no, there, there wasn't – there's no talk about, you know, really – we're not – we're not the ones negotiating the contract or we just, we just want, want the best for the player really, you know, in any cases that that might be. How good is he? He's very good. He's, uh, I don't know. It's just really impressive to watch his ability at the plate and obviously what he can do in the outfield. But, um, you know, he is such great at bats and, and obviously the power is there, the ability to hit, uh, to all parts of the field and obviously both sides of the plate, which is huge. So he's a very, very exciting player. Um, and, you know, he takes his work very seriously, and uh, which is which is a great sign for obviously the Pirates and the Pirate fans that are, that are going to see him here for the next eight years. Well, do you think that everybody's going to have a spring in their step today? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I do. You just told me there that. There you go. That's what I'm here for. If if I need to bring the springs in the locker room, I will. But I think I think they're already in there right now. So <laughs> that's, 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 I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm good that I can put smiles on faces, including yourself. <laughs> so oh, yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's yeah, so I mean, this is like this is. I know it's sinking in, but I mean, it, it is. You, it's not a. It, I don't want to say it's a weight, but it's something that like in this great story that you guys have this year. It's the one yeah. piece of the puzzle which you're like, yeah, you know, I don't know. But now you have this. Now, now you have this. You're, you're here's the 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 clouds have parted on the on the road to the World Series, Rich. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think, like I said, is is it's it's every day. So, and you know, the work is required every day, and and asked of each player every single day. And I think that's something that you know, guys have been, you know understanding and, and, and putting back into the investment that they've made in their own careers. So I think that's something that everybody sees on a daily basis here, which has been huge. So when you, when you look at like this roster and I saw it up close and personal, it's been a lot of fun following it, honestly. And I talked to, I had a great conversation with Brian Hayes and 
Um, it's so fun to talk to, and then watching him play, it, it's been yeah. great and unbelievable. Oh, right. So give me a guy in in, in following. You know, I, I I've said this. There's always a guy in spring training where you're like, oh man, his stuff is good, and then you kind of follow him. And for me, that was Oviedo. So. Like he's had a good year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's a, yeah, he's. I mean, incredible guy. Just all, just a you know, a sponge. Really, when you think about it. I mean, young guy in the game has had some time to take his bumps in the major league level, and now we're seeing you know the consistency uh, out of Ovi. You know, every single day. Um, I mean, you look at Oviedo, you look at Mitch Keller, um, and the way those two guys are throwing the baseball right now, along mm. with Contreras. I mean, that's that's. I'd put those three guys up against, you know, any three top guys in the game. That's right pr- now. that's pretty good. That's in the really Pirates. Would. I mean, but yeah. The, yeah. No. But, I mean, look, the whole thing is, and and you have Vince Velasquez who's been throwing the ball excellent too. Um, and obviously, he's he's been around, and he's one of the veteran presences in this in this in this locker room that I failed to mention earlier. But you know, he's been helping guys out tremendously because he's been through the grinder and the ups and downs at the major league level. And 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 for whatever reason, guys end up coming into their own at whatever time it is in their major league career. We we you know just like we we're saying earlier, you can't explain some of these things, but you know, certain times they they come together in a culmination of certain different years and you know guys can benefit from that so um you know I, I certainly see the guys here in this locker room uh as keller oviedo uh Contreras, uh have been been able to uh you know obviously have uh, the benefits of, of vince being in the locker room um but yeah definitely those guys in the starting rotation are extremely exciting to watch competitive you know bring that intensity every single day um, you know, that's that's one of the one of the main reasons why we're we're doing as well as we're doing. I think also you you think of a guy like G1 Bay, mm. you know, who's been able to ask of him to play second base, shortstop, you know, the outfield, uh, and doesn't you know just says anywhere anywhere you need me, I'm ready to play, and gives extremely competitive at bats, plays great defense. Um, you know, and just steps up on a daily basis. So let, let me baseball player. <laughs> baseball players are good. Uh, the, yeah. That's the best. That's the best compliment anyone can give you. Say, hey, you're a baseball player. That's a good one. Right. But uh, so let me ask you: It can be a position player, pitcher, anybody. Who's the guy that you like? Okay, you know what? I wasn't super familiar with that guy, but wow, like watching oh, him yeah, play. I, would, I mean, I would say G one, G one day. Oh, good. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say um, before, obviously, unfortunately, O'Neill Cruz got hurt. Um, I wasn't really familiar with him. Um, obviously, you know, you hear plenty about uh, guys that are going to be superstars in this league. Uh, but I was really impressed by, you know, his early on ability in spring training and the beginning part of the season as far as, you know, the arm strength, the ability to hit, hit for power. Um and unfortunately, you know, we lost him. Um, not quite sure. How yeah, that was a bummer, man. Like he, he's on yeah. my, he's on my short list of guys. Well, I want to become a superstar, just because right. like you just want to see him play at a high level in the biggest games because yep. he's such a unique guy. 
So yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that was, you know, unfortunately, and hopefully he gets back to 100 percent health because it would be great for the game to, you know, see a see a six six eight shortstop out there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's, there's nothing better. But here's here's um, I was interviewing yesterday Grayson Rodriguez of the Orioles, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Tw- Twenty three years old rookie. Right. And I said, did you see the guy, the 33-year-old guy, get called up to the Pirates? Did you see the yeah. video? And that, that image of walking into a major league clubhouse and getting that taste and getting, and, and getting that, like, the, the payoff after all those. Can you, for you, is that like, am I being too romantic about it? Or No, that's what it is. It, it really is. There's, there's, you know, a genuineness about that and why... Um, you know, we do this and why you pursue your dream. Um, and that is a huge testament to Drew and, and how obviously he was able to see that come to fulfillment. And, um, you know, I'm just excited to see him, see him get out there and, and get a, get some at bats and contribute really. I mean, I know he wants to, and I think that's, you know, obviously, uh, yeah, it's 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 it it really is a I don't know uh, you know it's a great story and it's, all I can think of is the movie The Rookie, like that's all I can yeah, think of, yeah. like like because that was the best part of that movie where he shows up. I mean, it's 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 you know a little unrealistic, but you know he shows up. I think it, to the the Texas Rangers stadium at the time. And, you know, he walks in like five hours early and there's his uniform and so forth and so on, you know, and, but you have that, you have the vibes, you have the feels. And I don't know if, if it took you, for you, like, do you remember that moment? Oh, I remember. I remember getting called up. I remember going into uh, Mike Quaddy's office in, in AAA, Iowa and getting a, uh, getting a, you know, obviously, them telling me that I was going to get called up to the big leagues uh, the next day, and I couldn't hear for like a half hour. I think, I think my ears, my ears were ringing, and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, so, yeah, no, there's definitely uh, there's 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 a lot of uh, truth to the, um, you know, when you receive that information that you're going to the big leagues. Uh, it's very. The gravity is heavy. Oh, really? I like <laughs> yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, it is. You really feel like, wow, kind of go through a flashback of everything that you've done in your life to that point. Um, playing baseball as a kid, uh, going through whatever, high school, college, and all those memories, and then bang, there you are. You're going to the big leagues. It's, it's a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty amazing feeling. What do you remember about walking into the clubhouse for the first time? Uh, I remember the old, the old, uh, Cubs home side. I, <laughs> the door was literally right off of the concourse. So anybody walking by could have just, you know, banged on the door uh, <laughs> while they were getting a beer, you know, or a pretzel. It was pretty funny. So you walk down the stairs and I had my, uh, my bag with me, but it was a Michigan bag, which was kind of funny because I had all my baseball stuff still in a Michigan bag, and uh, I got some crap for that. And then, uh, you know, just it was seeing, you know, all star after all star in that locker room when I got called up. There were a lot of that was an extremely veteran team in 2005 when I got called up, and um, yeah, 
I was it was uh, <laughs> just trying to figure out what I was supposed to do. It's like I forgot how to forgot how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, so, so good, but it's true, right? I mean, yeah, you're, it is. No, it is. You're kind of like I don't know what I'm doing here. I think. <laughs> <laughs> At least for me, it took it took me a little while to. Uh, get comfortable in the big leagues i guess if you want to say comfortable comfortable is the word to i don't know describe uh you know that that feeling i it took me a little bit but you know especially that first day it was something that was um you know very very surreal well last thing rich is that i want to i want to celebrate you and and the success that you've had so far and i want to know um, because I always love the, the evolution of, of, of your, yourself. I mean, is there anything you've done different? Is there anything you've tweaked? Is there anything that's working well for you? Is there anything, you know, what is the status of Rich Hill? Uh, yeah, just, you know, really the, the, you know, if you want to say the, the shoulder program has been consistent and the work ethic, that's really the two biggest things, right? So I've stayed consistent with, with both of those things and, um, you know, I've, I've, like I said last year, I added a cutter in uh, the last couple months of the season, which completely, in my opinion, you know, turned my year around, and, and I've been able to do that this year. So it's been something that, you know, carrying that cutter over into 2023 is, uh, you know, led to, led to um, you know, some, some really good innings that, um, you know, just just being able to contribute here in this in this clubhouse has been been exciting so mm. you know with this youth movement and guys that are that are here and they're all hungry to to play and to win and i think uh understanding how important every single day is is, is also something that feeds into um you know being able to perform for myself you know obviously given uh you know time and everything like that but um to perform on a daily basis here for this team and just be a contributory factor that's 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 really that's really the best thing have you gotten used to the rules i mean we've talked a lot about this but... oh yeah you mentioned it and i was like oh i didn't know we had rules <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that's your answer <laughs> you, never, you never you never disappoint <laughs> it's still i will say i still i still am against Still, I'm against an outcome that doesn't require uh, competing. So you know who you know who said those exact words on this podcast last week. Who's that? The guy who made all the news about the beer sales, Matt Strom. So oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He said the exact same. He's been doing well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he made. Listen, I mean, he he came on the podcast and he was great. He's always great. But he, oh, yeah. he, I don't know if you saw like his take on the beer sales, which I did. I did see that. It made sense, though. Oh, it makes sense. It makes it sense makes, to makes me. Perfect sense. Yeah, and so sense. and you know you played with him. He's a he's a thoughtful guy, right? You know, he is. Yeah. Who, who's not afraid to give his opinions? But he said, "I'm like when he said it, I said that sounds familiar. I've heard that somewhere before." Oh, there you go. It's Rich. Like, <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. yeah. So it's it's no, still the, the time's been good. The clocks have been good. I don't mind. The, I don't mind the, like the pace of the game is whatever. I told you, for me personally, I've always worked quick. I think now, you know, we heard it before from other, you know, the guys that have played with the clock and in the minor leagues and stuff is like you kind of just forget about it after you know a month goes by. And I think we're in that situation. Um, I still personally don't like the pickoff rule. 
I think that should be eliminated. Um, but, you know, and, and then also the rule of, uh, you know, you can't have any outfielders or infielders on the grass, mm. um, on the outfield grass. I'm not saying that, you know, they shouldn't, they, they, they shouldn't be able to go on the outfield grass, but if you start on the outfield grass and then you end up, your pre-pitch routine right. ends up on the dirt, then you should be fine. Right. There shouldn't be anything wrong with that. Um, but, you know, and the only reason why I bring that up is because I got called a ball in spring training because of that, and I was like, that is the dumbest rule. <laughs> Out of all the rules, that is the dumbest rule. <laughs> but it, it makes, again, it makes a lot of sense. And I talked to Kike Hernandez about that. about yeah. Because he was like, I had to change my pre-pitch. Because usually he, when he's playing yeah. shortstop, he gets about three-step uh, start. And now you're sort of doing, you have to sort of do the Pedroia jump every single time, you know? So Yeah, that's a good point. But that's what I was saying is that if guys start in the outfield grass and jump in right. the infield, that's fine. As long as you end up there. Like, what's the yeah, difference? I just, yeah, and then and then you can't tell me that, you know, the umpire is watching the guy that's going to be on the outfield grass and then also be able to call a check swing at the same time. That's just not realistic. Yeah. Was there anything else that they, they've adjusted? Like, because when we talked back in spring training, it was, you know, things like, you know, giving more time to backing up third or – or, you know, I don't know. Uh, I think they, they did. They, they're using, you know, I think they have a feel button, which has been good. So, you know, if you see a guy backing up or has to adjust the pitch calm or tie a shoe, tie a cleat, um, you know, they're giving that extra, like, hey, give him, give him a second to, right. you know, gather, gather his uh, stuff together and then, and then, you know, whatever, restart the, restart the clock, which has been good, which has been good. And I think that's the way it should be. Um, I mean, I still think if you add another five seconds on both ends, you aren't alone. Like that, you're you were you were ahead of the curve with that. I've heard that more yeah. and more and more and more. So I think, yeah, yeah. I think if they they add so Connor, uh, I think if they add like the five five uh, five seconds on either end, then you know we're in a we're in a good we're in a better position. And uh, I mean, I'm sure. Obviously, I don't know if it's you know propaganda or not but you've seen a lot of articles come out saying that the fans really enjoy the, the clock <laughs> um so i think you know if they are that's great i just again um he didn't pay to see uh you know rafael devers punch out because he ran out of time <laughs> no no that was, uh, save your ticket stubs when that happens yes yeah no nobody yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she should get like a free on uh you know on field pass to watch bp or something like that. yeah exactly well hey listen i got I, you got to go to work you a new era is upon us it is there you I go know. well I, I appreciate the time rich yeah thank you thanks rob thanks for having me on Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from sky 
skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.